Let's honor together Pastor London. sure know how to make a girl feel special. Wow, 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 wow. This is just an amazing day, isn't it? Wow, not just because we get to celebrate the mothers, and that, that's a good thing too, but because we get to celebrate the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Without him, there would be no us, right? So can you give a shout of praise to the Lord? God. I want to say again, I want to ditto what Pastor Reggie said. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers. Even if you aren't a mother, if you're a woman, you have had some type of influence in another person's life. So happy Mother's Day to all the women in here, right? Wow, you may be seated. You may be seated. That, um, that presentation, if you know me, I'm not like a emotional person or I, I am but I hold it in a lot but that um, when Jordan started that presentation you know I started like getting choked up you know and when you when you got on your good clothes you don't want to you know you don't want to be snotting up and all that snot start coming I mean I don't really say that but snot start coming all down my nose. I'm like what is really going on it just touched me to see that I don't do what I do for show. I don't do what I do to get accolades. I do what I do because God has placed this in me. And so I love each and every one of you. I try to touch each and every one of you. And I'm looking around to see some people I haven't touched. I want to touch you. But it's, it's, just, <laughs> it's just amazing when you, when you get people to come up and just kind of let you know what you mean in their lives. And sometimes you don't know if you're making an impact in people's lives. So that just, that just kind of, yeah, it, it, it got me, got me. But I don't want to talk about that anymore because I do have to give the word on this morning and my time is winding down. So we're going to just jump right in. We're going to go to Luke 13, 10 to 13 in the King James. It says, and he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. That's Jesus. He was teaching in one of the churches on Sunday. And behold, there was a woman which had a spirit of infirmity for 18 years. Sort of like the woman that was up here in the red. She was singing, come on, in the room. That's how the lady looked. But she couldn't even look up. She was like this. For 18 long years, she was bowed together. The Message Bible says she had arthritis. She had arthur, okay? So her limbs and her joints were disfigured for 18 years. That's a long time. Tell your neighbor, that's a long time. And she could in no wise lift herself up. And when Jesus saw her, he called her to him and said unto her, Woman, thou art loosed from thine infirmity. 
infirmity. The message says, woman, you're free. And he laid his hands on her and immediately straightway she was made straight and she glorified God. So this morning, ladies, I want to talk to you about woman, you are loosed. Now live. Woman, you are loose. Now you got to start living. No more are you going around bow down. You got to stand up with your shoulders square and you got to live. Tell another sister, you got to live. Listen, this woman in Luke 13, along with all the other accounts of women in the New Testament, she had issues. But get this, that was before Jesus died on the cross. She had to go to a meeting and she was bowed over and she got healed, right? You know, the woman with the issue of blood, she had to go to a meeting and touch the hem of Jesus' garment and she was made whole. But we thank God for their stories and what they went through. And as you know, the Bible, that's for us as a testament for us and that's for us to learn. But because Jesus got on that cross, we ain't got to go through what those women went through. We have to receive what God has already done for us. Tell your neighbor. I got to receive what God has already done for me. I have to understand you lady. You have to understand that because of the finished work of Jesus Christ, we have already been made whole. We have already been set free. We have already been loose and we have already been delivered. Everything we have, everything we need, we can do that because of what Jesus did for us on the cross. But as believers, as ladies, we have struggled to do that. We have struggled to think. We, we think we got to work for it. You know, we got to be good. We got to be Miss Goody Two Shoe. We got to dress right. We got to sing right. We got to pray right. We got to act right. And Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 says, For by grace are you saved through faith and that not of yourselves. It is a gift of God. And get this, not of works, not of what I can do. Not what I can think, what not what I even see, not by works, lest any man, lest any woman, lest any girl, lest any boy should boast. When we accept what Jesus Christ did on the cross for us, I qualified for it. Tell your sister, hey, I qualified for it. When I accepted what Jesus did on the cross for me, I qualified for it. I qualified for it. So when we think we must work for what Jesus did on the cross, we don't receive it. And get this, when you don't receive it, you won't live in it and you won't walk in it. So all you got to do this morning and every day of your lives is receive what Jesus has already done and live in it and walk in it. We have been loosed. We have been set free and we have been made whole and released from everything that would even try to entangle us. What has been trying to keep you bound? Think about it. What in your life has tried to keep you bound? What have you been tied to that has kept you down? In the Message Bible, Luke 
Luke 13, I want to go to that. Luke 13, 14 to 17. The meeting place president, furious because Jesus had healed on the Sabbath, said to the congregation, six days have been designed as work days. Come on one of those six if you want to be healed, but not on the seventh. That's the Sabbath. I'm in the message Bible upper room. But Jesus shot back, you frauds. Every Sabbath, every one of you regularly unties your cow or your donkey from its stall, leads it out for water, and thinks nothing of it. So why isn't it all right for me to get this, untie this daughter of Abraham and lead her from the stall where Satan has her tied these 18 years? Look, religion will have us being tied up, right? Saying, hey, you can't do this, you can't do that. But Jesus told them, you are a fraud. You're doing the very thing that you're accusing me of doing. Why is it that you can untie your donkey and I can't untie this girl that's been struck down for 18 years? Look, look, look. 817 says, when he put it this way, his critics were left looking quite silly and red-faced. And the congregation was delighted and cheered him on. I can see them saying, go Jesus, go Jesus. Hey, you got that? You did this, Jesus. But that's what people try to do. They try to limit what God has already given us. You can't have this. You can't be healed. You can't be delivered. You got to work for it. You got to do this and you got to. He said, no, you a fraud. You religious thing. You a fraud. No, you're doing the same thing. I'm going to, you untying a donkey. Come on, a donkey? I'm untying a lady who has been in this infirmity for 18 years. They didn't even think about that, but it was all about only six days you can do this. But on the seventh day, you have to, you know, go to church. But listen, this lady, she came to church, bow down. She came to church, couldn't even look up. How many of you, when you have a little headache, oh, I ain't going to church. Oh, you wake up, I don't feel like it today. How many of you let that stop you? And when you let that stop you, that's when your your miracles come. She got a miracle from Jesus because she worked through, even in that infirmity, she went through as she went. She was healed. Wow. You don't have to go around living like you haven't been made free. You don't have to go around with your head bowed down with that low self-esteem. Woe is me. You know, I can't get a job. I can't do this. I can't do that. And that takes me back to, you know, I talked back in August about the I, I, I. That's what takes me back there. But we can live the life that God intended for us to live. And that's the John 10, 10 life. He comes, the, the, the enemy comes to steal, but Jesus comes that we might have life and have it to the full in abundance till it overflows. What have you been loose from? We're going to talk about some things this morning. Sickness and disease. You have been loosed from sickness and disease. You have been untied from sickness and disease. This woman we're talking about for 18 long years. Ladies, you know when we go through your cycle for five, six, seven days, they could be like the longest five, six, seven days ever. Me and you, you, you cringing up, but you know what she go through because you got to go to the store to get the pads for her. Huh. Okay. But she didn't let this infirmity stop her. Aches and pains, she didn't let that stop her. <laughs> Depression, low 
specials. We have been loose from this. We have been untied from this. Identity crisis. You don't know who you are. You have been untied from that. You can go in the word and find out who you are in Christ Jesus. I am the head and not the tail. I am above only and not beneath. I am the lender. I am not the borrower. Okay? You find out who you are. We are to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. But sickness and disease would allow you to conform to this world. But we know Romans 12, 1 and 2 tells us not to do that. Women, you have been loose from sickness and disease. When we shake off the chains, when we shake off the ties of sickness and disease, we allow our Heavenly Father to help us and to move even beyond what we expect, even beyond what we imagine, even beyond what we can even think. And what have we been loose to? We've been loose from and we've been made alive to health and wholeness. Third John 2 says, but love, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. We've been loose from poverty, ladies. And this is not just a message for ladies. I'm telling it to ladies because it's Mother's Day. But man, you can get something out of this too. We have been loose from poverty. It's time that we stop living in a state of not enough or even in a state of just enough. God wants us to live in a position of more than enough where we can have to give to our sister, where we can have to give to our brother, not just for me, us four no more, but for everyone. That's how he wants us to live. Second Corinthians 9 and 8 tells us that. He wants us to live in a state of all sufficiency where we have no need or no, we don't need any aid or support from the world system because he and all he has already given it to us. We've been loose from poverty and we are made alive to financial freedom, ladies. The Proverbs 31 woman showed us that she worked with her hands. She was creative. She was a businesswoman. She took care of her family. She was a woman. She was a wife. She was a mother. She was an entrepreneur. She was everything God called her to be. And get this. Her works didn't just praise her in the gates. Her works paid her. Her works didn't just praise her in the gate. She got paid because of her works. What do you have in your hand? What has God given you in your hand where other people are praising you? It's time to let that pay you. I know sometimes we give away things for free, you know, but sometimes it's time to stop the free and say, hey, pay me. That's what God has given us everything that we need. So we have to tap into Holy Spirit to let us know how we should live this life out. And that's a part of us being self-sufficient. So we've been loose from poverty and we've been made alive to financial freedom. We've been loose from people. Anything that people bring that's contrary to God's plan for your life, you have been loose from it. People will try to hold you back because of their mentality, because their minds have not been renewed. And ladies, we talked about at the pajama party, drainers versus dreamers. Those drainers will hold you back, but those dreamers will begin to push you forward. So any drainer that you have in your life, be loose from the drainer this morning. Get away from people who have your problem. 
and get with those who have your answers. Get away from those that have your problem. They're always coming to you with the problem and not the solution. And hang with those that have your answer. So you've been loose. We've been loose from people and anything that they bring that's contrary to God's plan. And we've been made alive to God's purpose for our lives. We've been made alive to Jeremiah 29 and 11 for our lives. God says in the message Bible, I know what I'm doing. So take your, he didn't say this, but I'm saying this. Take your hands off of it. God knows what he's doing. He has it all planned out. Plans to prosper you. Plans to give you a future you hope for. Everybody hopes for a future. The ones that don't hope for a future, they try to do things to get out of it. But he put in us a future and we want to know what that future is. Well, take your hands off of it. Hunt your girl and say, take your hands off of it. And go to your creator and get how he wants you to be. Get his plan for your life. So you've been loose from people and whatever the people want to bring that's contrary to God's plan. And you've been made alive to his purpose. Because it's his purpose that's going to play out. It's his purpose that's going to be fulfilled in your life, right? Sometimes we try to get off track. We try to sidetrack and do our own thing. But God pushes us right on in, right? He's the good shepherd. Sometimes as sheep, we would begin to go astray. But he takes that stick and he pushes us right back in line. Sometimes we buck up against it. Hey, I don't want this. I don't want this. But he keeps us right in line, right? He keeps us right in line. And he said, I put I put pastors before you. And he uses the pastors to keep us right in line, right? He, ooh, that ain't even in my notes. That was a little extra. But you've been loose from this. Get this. It's a big one. I'm going to take a breath about this one. Woosah. <sighs> You have been loose from your past. You have been loosed from your past. You've been loose from your mistakes. I have made plenty of mistakes in my 74. Uh, what's this year? In my 43 years of living, I have made plenty mistakes. My past is not what you would even think that my past is. But I don't dwell on that. I forget those things that are behind me. And I press forward. I press toward the mark of the prize of the calling, which is in Christ Jesus. And you have to do the same. Too many times, women, we look at what we did in our past. We look at that, but I tell the winning women, let your past mistakes become your future accomplishments. Tell your sister, let your past mistakes become your future accomplishments. Listen, our past is under the blood. When Jesus died on that cross for our sins, when we accepted everything that he did for us, our past was under the blood. Why are we picking it back up? Why are we picking up a bloody past when he's already got rid of it for us? He said, I place these sins as far as the east is from the west. I placed it into the sea of forgetfulness. But why are we remembering it? Why are we picking back up what happened to us 20 years ago? I, listen, when he died on that cross and he shed that blood for us, that past went in that blood. Just think about it. Would you go into a pool of blood and get something out of it? But why are you going into a pool of the blood of Jesus dipping out that past? 
something to think about. When you go back in and you pick up that past, think about the blood. Think about the blood that was shed, and you 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 muddling through the blood trying to pick up that low self esteem. You muddling through the blood trying to pick up that baby out of wedlock. You muddling through the blood trying to pick up you have been raped. You muddling through the mud trying to pick up you know I didn't have no mama. You muddling through the blood and you trying to say hey I ain't had no daddy. That's why I'm like I am. Stop muddling through the blood. And let that past stay where it is in the past. Regardless of what we've done in the past, when we accepted what Jesus did for us, we have to press forward towards this, our destiny. So we have been loose from our past and our past mistakes, and we are made alive to our destiny. Again, that's Jeremiah 29, 11. That's Psalms 139, 13 to 24. God, he knew us. Intricately, he knew us. Even before he formed us in the womb, Jeremiah 1 and 5 says he knew us. And get this, he ordained us as a prophet to the nations. He ordained us as a spokesperson to the nation. He ordains us as his oracle. He ordained us to give his word. He ordained us to share his word. So when you hear that word prophet, don't don't stop there and say, oh, I ain't no prophet. You know, we got prophet Anissa, we got prophet Sheba, we got these people that are prophets. God ordained you to be a spokesperson for him. Yield to it. You have been made alive to it. In Jesus' name. We've been loose from religion. We have been loose from religion and all the religious acts. Pastor Kelly talked about on Wednesday how prayer, sometimes we get into the religious stance of what prayer is. And we think we have to say, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, we da 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 But listen, you can pray when you're getting ready. You can pray in the shower. When you pray the word, you're communicating with your father. A religious act will keep us down here and under condemnation when we can't get up in the morning. And, and say father god and have 80 scriptures but when you say hey lord i thank you i thank you that i woke up this morning you know i thank you for my children that's you praying and having a conversation with god you know i tell um I was, when she was talking i talked a little bit um uh, um after service on wednesday i say hey you can kind of add up how long you've been praying because you think sometimes we you know i had they had a book or a tape out how to pray for an hour and so when you don't make it to that hour in that one setting in the natural, sometimes it can count, your condemnation can kind of come. But we, she was sharing, hey, you praying all, all through the day. If you calculated, you've been praying more than an hour. You've been praying more than an hour, but you got to get rid of religion. You So those religious leaders tried to trip Jesus up. Jesus said, don't come for me unless I sin for you here. They tried to come for him and he was like, hey, you fraud. You a fool. You doing the same thing you accusing me of. Be loose from religion. Be loose from religion and get this. Be alive. Be made alive to a relationship with God. When you have a relationship with God, you can hear God clearly. You can follow him. And when you hear and follow him, you begin to flow in every area of your life. Life begins to be sweatless. It begins to be seamless when you are following the voice of the good shepherd. You know, this says in the Bible, the word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. So as you are walking in that lamp, you are walking in that light. He is leading you and he is guiding you. So he's saying as you're talking to him, Lord, I love you. Turn right. You know, I I appreciate
appreciate you, Lord. You are awesome in my life. Turn left. Oh, you are just wonderful. You are, you are everything that I need. Turn left. Oh, I just thank you, oh God. If it had not been for Jesus, where would I be? Turn right. Hallelujah. I am just following the good voice, the voice of a good shepherd. Hallelujah. Turn right. Everything I need, you have given it unto me. You have, you have everything I need, everything concerning me. You have even thought about it. You think about me all the time. Turn right. Hey, you think about me. Your thoughts are constantly towards me. You knew me before even I was in my mother's womb. Turn left. Hallelujah. Lord, I praise you. I thank you. Turn right. Hallelujah. Stop. Stop. It's something in the way. You got to make it left. Oh, no, not a left. Oh, yeah. You get that's that's a good one, Lord. Thank you. You got to make a left. Hey, I said make a left. Oh, I'm sorry, Lord. Did y'all get that? I'm, I'm allowing him to lead and guide me, but he gave me an instruction. I went off on my own and I went right. And he said, hey, daughter, don't go right. Go left. So you can get back on track. Lord, you are amazing. You are a mighty good God. Turn right. Hallelujah. You are awesome in my life. You are Jehovah Jireh. Turn right. You are everything that I need. You are my provider. Turn left. Everything pertaining to life and godliness you have already given me. And I am back at my expected end. Because I have followed the good shepherd. I have heard God. I have followed God. And now I'm flowing sweatlessly, seamlessly in my life. And he had to get me back to my notes. And I allowed him to circle me back to my notes. Even when I made that wrong turn right here, he didn't, he didn't cast me down. Daughter, what you doing? You should have done. No, he just a little bit of nod. Hey, turn, turn left. And I followed the voice of a good shepherd and I am back. I am at my expected end. When you follow God, when you flow in life and hear him, it brings inner peace. It brings inner calm. I wasn't afraid to follow these instructions around here. You know, when we think about it in our own mind, it's like, oh, I know there are steps down here. So if I make too many steps, you know, in my mind, if I make too many steps, I'm going to fall down the stairs. But God got you. Come on. God got you. He ain't going to let you fall into no ditch. He's not going to let you get yourself hurt, but you got to follow him. And I was calm. I was peaceful because I was allowing those directions. I was following those directions and I ended up where I needed to be. But with this relationship, it's built on hearing him. If I hadn't heard God, I would have been all around here by the musician somewhere, not back where I needed to be. Relationships brings clarity. When you want to know what God, what do you have for me? You have a relationship with him and you're talking to him and he begins to share with you, daughter, I have this. Daughter, I want you to sing. Daughter, I want you to write. Daughter, I want you to act in place. Daughter, I want you to do this. I want you to encourage. You have such a such an encouraging spirit on you, daughter. I want you to encourage because there's that sister sitting next to you that might have woke up on the wrong side of the bed and all she needs is a girl, you're going to make it. Girl, you can do it. You got this, girl, with Holy Spirit. So you got to have a relationship we have to have relationship in order to get clarity so I've been loose from religion I've been alive to a relationship now I'm loose from fear that fear will try to hold you down that fear will have you bow down like that lady in Luke that we started out with that fear have your joints all I have experienced it 
that fear gets into the pit of your stomach, starts ministering to you, telling you that you're inferior and you can't do this and they're not going to listen and, and they're going to look at you funny. The enemy, that's his job to do that, to deter us from what God has for us. But First Timothy 1 and 7 says that God has not given us a spirit of fear, not just fear, but a spirit of fear. There's something attached, not just to the word, but there's something that the enemy wants to attach to you. A spirit of fear. And with spirits, we have the name of Jesus. And at the name of Jesus, every spirit, everything has to bow. So that spirit of fear that God hadn't even already given us, it has to bow at the name of Jesus. So he hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind one version says of discipline and self-control. So we've been loose from fear in every area of our lives. You know, uh, Pastor Kelly talked years ago about the different types of fear. And when she mentioned fear of success, I was like, fear of success? How can you be fearful to be successful? But as I thought about it, it's like, huh, when you fear success, you start getting into what you can do in your own strength. So when you fear success, you can, it's like God showed you just a little piece of that business. He shows you just a little piece of what he has for you. And that mind and that fear starts to come and say, well, I can't do this. And he's telling you, I know you can't do this because I already did it. So take your hands off of it and just follow me. So with that fear of success, you can dismantle the fear of success because it's not about what you have in your bank account. It's not about what the knowledge, the education that you have or don't even have. You might have a third grade degree, but God already Put everything in you that you need. I know somebody said, how can you have a third grade degree? You know what I mean. You just went to the third grade. Come on now, work with me, work with me. But he has packed everything like that Chinese box of rice. He packed, they, you know, I want, I want to go into the Chinese kitchen. And I want to really see what they do back there. Because when we get it, it's just all packed. I want to see the mechanism that they use. I believe that they just take it and they, and they just, but when, when you think about that rice, this is God. I'm packing in you everything you need. I'm packing in you vision. I'm packing in you finances. I'm packing in you love. I'm packing in you joy. I'm packing in you stability. I'm packing in you the tenacity. I'm packing in you everything that you need. So when you think about that box of rice, think about your heavenly father back there in the Chinese kitchen packing everything you need. Packing it down. Packing it down. And even when you think that the box is full, right? Even when we think we can't take no more, they take a little bit more and they press it down. They press it down and he continues to pack in us. What is he packing you? What has he packed in you? And get this, get this, get this. Even though he packed all that in and they asked some more, it doesn't come out. They pack it in and they seal that box and it doesn't leak. So if he's packed in you, no spirit of fear. Don't let fear try to leak out. If he's packed in you, the finances that you need, don't let brokenness come out. Because he's packed 
in everything that you need. So the next time you gotta you gotta think about it. and that that's that's not in my notes. I, I you know I'm as I'm teaching, I'm following God and I'm flowing. But when you think about it, when you think about your destiny, when you think about everything, ooh, my time is up. When you think about everything that that God has for you, just know, and I won't, I won't, I pray now in the name of Jesus that the Holy Spirit will show you that Chinese box of rice. Even when you try to give up, even when you say that you can't do it on your own, that Chinese box of rice is going to come up and it's going to tell you, hey, God's already given it to me. He's already given it to me. And it's not going to come out prematurely. The only time it's going to come out is when you sit down and you open it up to eat it. So when you sit down and when you open it up to have God's plan flow in your life, when you sit down and you open it up to start that business, when you sit down and you open it up to go to that interview, and when you sit down and when you open it up to go, Marvin, to go to the interviews and all of that stuff that you do with drama when you sit down and open it up that's when it's going to spill out that's when it's going to spill over that's when everything you need is going to start coming out but not until then not until then so you've been loose from fear and you've been made alive to love 1 John 4 and 18 says, there's no fear in love, for perfect love casts out all fear. So listen, we have been loosed, we have been set free, we have been untied, we have been made whole, we have been released from everything that's not like God, right? That's we have been made alive to health and wholeness. We have been made alive to financial freedom. We have been made alive to God's purpose for our lives. We have been made alive to our destiny. We have been made alive to our relationship or our right standing with God. We have been made alive to love. Now believe it. You got to receive it. You have to live in it. And then you got to walk in it. Say I have to believe it. I have to receive it, I have to live in it, and I have to walk in it. So I want to leave you with this one last word, live. Live in Jesus' name.